business leader or entrepreneur who is ready to achieve more and build a business that impacts the world. But you shouldn't have to sacrifice what matters to you to turn that dream into a reality. Welcome to Permission to Lead, where we teach high-achieving female business owners and entrepreneurs like you how to achieve more, lead effectively, and flourish in both your business and personal life. I'm your host, Cindy Monroe. Today, we're going to tackle a topic that doesn't get enough attention in the business world, mental health. As high-achieving entrepreneurs, we're often laser-focused on achieving our goals, crushing deadlines, and leading our teams to success. But what about taking care of our own well-being? The truth is, mental health is a vital aspect of our overall success, but yet it's often brushed under the rug. For the entire month of May, I'm so excited to share that we'll have expert guests who specialize in different areas of mental health. They're going to give you the tools you need to finally prioritize your mental health and even some ideas for your kids in the midst of your busy schedule. So today, I want to get honest and real about what prioritizing my own personal mental health actually looks like in my day-to-day life while running a business. I'm going to be sharing five things that I'm doing this year to improve my mental health in my personal life and business, and I think they'll make prioritizing your mental health feel more achievable when you have some practical examples of what that could look like in your own life. So let's dive in. The first thing I've been doing is starting each morning with some type of quiet time. It's usually with a devotional or inspirational reading with my BFF, Scott. For over a year now, Scott and I have been taking at least 20 to 25 minutes every single morning before we start our day to connect over coffee and have that time together. I know it's easier because we're empty nesters and may not have those little ones running around, but it's still something super important to us. We might be going through a specific Bible study like we did with Easter or reading a short devotional inspiration message from one of Bob Goff's studies, and then we talk about what resonated with us after we spend time reading something. Then lastly, we take time just to pray. Pray for our day, pray for the week, pray for our family. And this just has been a huge difference maker in my mental state in the day. It reminds me of what matters. And it's a great way for Scott and I to connect in the morning and keeps me grounded throughout the day. It's easy to wake up stressed about all that you've got to to get accomplished during that day or all the people that you're going to be serving or all the things on your to-do list. It can become overwhelming. And for me, this time that Scott and I have together gives me a sense of peace about the day. For you, it might look like taking maybe five minutes alone in your car after dropping off the kids or to read a quick devotional or something on your phone. Maybe it is connecting with your significant other at nighttime or in the morning. If you do it at nighttime, it's really nice just to catch up on the day and to see what really went well throughout your day. Even if it's just a few minutes, carving out that time to take a breath, 
Reset and find encouragement by reading something or talking to someone you love is critical. The second thing that I have loved doing is walking. I've been walking for years and years, but recently I've started viewing walking a little differently. I used to feel like walking had to be a workout with the right shoes, the right outfit, the right length of time, the right amount of miles. And because of that, it felt like a chore or a task that I had to complete in the day. So instead of one long walk, I now am doing several short walks throughout the day. Instead of it being a quote unquote workout, They're actually more for clearing my head. Maybe it's in between a long meeting and it's walking my dogs, listening to a song I love or a podcast that makes me think. Getting outside does wonders for my body and my mind. I love the sunshine. I love moving. And it's felt like a small shift that has made a tremendous difference for my mental health. And I really think giving myself permission to have those little small segments has helped me get throughout the day. Yes, on the weekends or certain times, I still do my workouts, but these little small walks have been so impactful. And I don't even know that I really did it intentionally, but it has helped me so much with just my mindset. I believe that life is a gift. And like many gifts, it's meant to be fully enjoyed and shared. It's what inspired me to start 31 in 2003. And it's what keeps us going every day since. As busy moms and CEOs, entrepreneurs and leaders, we love to have everything in order. At home, on the go, and in our business. It helps us focus on what really matters most. And we believe at 31 that what really matters in this life is how we show up for it and who we share it with. Whether it's getting our pantry stocked and organized, kids' snacks and lunches prepared, a gift ready for that special best friend's birthday, or getting ready to embrace our week, 31 has the solution. From customizable bags, organizing essentials, to a hands-free fashion crossbody. If it's 31, it's designed to be as versatile, capable, and unique as you are. We can help you simplify life so that you can create more memories, laugh often, and enjoy the days to come. Check out my31.com or connect with your favorite 31 Solutions consultant to help you simplify the day and celebrate the moment. And now... Back to the show. Okay, before I tell you the third thing I've been doing, I have a confession. When I stopped being able to golf because of my back issues I've had, I was really frustrated and disappointed. So six months ago, I decided that I needed to find something new that I could do instead of golfing with Scott and my friends. I needed some new friends in my life. I wanted to feel encouraged. I wanted to still have fun. I wanted to just get out of my office and not be in there all day long, every single day. And I didn't want it to be work-related. So I was very intentional about this. I can be a little bit of a busybody. I don't know if any of you can relate, but 
I think what I realize is whenever I do know that I like being active or I like using my brain, whenever I was thinking about what I could do, I really was intentional. So I started to learn how to play canasta. It's a card game that my grandmother played every Friday night growing up. We would always be as the grandkids in the living room dancing to disco music while they were playing canasta. So whenever I got invited to play by a friend several months ago, I immediately said yes. And every week I have been trying to make it a priority to go and play, to meet other women. And what's great about it is I'm usually the youngest one there and I love not only playing the cards and using my mind, but I'm soaking up so much wisdom from so many wise ladies around me, just watching them and how they're graceful and how they just show love for each other, how they're being intentional about their time and building community is amazing to me. And I think they think they're just showing up to play cards, but they're also encouraging me each week that I go. I love Canasta because it's not work-related. It's Cindy time. It's actually on my calendar, and I make it a priority each week that I'm in town. So I know your schedule is super hectic, and even if it's just an hour by yourself, that might be time that you have to fight for, but I'm telling you, it's worth it. This time gives me so much joy because it's something that I'm doing that I love. It's with other women that I get to pour into, and it actually uses my brain. And strategic thinking is so much fun whenever it's on something else. So whenever I do get back to work, I feel like that my brain has already been almost doing a workout and these mental exercises that just keeps it so strong. The fourth thing that I'll tell you that has helped my mental health is planning. I think you know by now I'm a planner. And for me, this is just more than keeping a calendar. It's looking at different seasons of life and making definite and tentative plans. I actually just finished a little family meeting with our kids and we were going through some travel options and what they were interested in joining us for, whether it's 4th of July weekend or Memorial Day weekend. And I feel like that we have these seasons in life. You have them too, whether it's school starting or school's ending or holidays, like what I just talked about with the kids, summer's approaching. We talked about their fall school schedule. We talked about when they were having fall break versus Thanksgiving, when we were going to Disney next. And it is so nice because not only does it give us something to look forward to, but I've learned that whenever I take the time to sit down and plan out what each of those seasons look like, I'm more relaxed and I'm more flexible during those times. So yes, I still use some printed paper calendars and I use my phone calendar. I keep things even mapped out in Excel and I sent the kids screenshots of what that looks like. But for me, it's not work. It helps me feel less overwhelmed. It helps me feel mentally relaxed after I've brain dumped all the things onto, whether it's Excel or notes, wherever you want to put it. And then Scott and I and the kids are all connected for what the next month, what the next season looks like, even into what are some of the holidays look like. 
The last thing I'll share that has really helped my mental health is having two or three friends on my life board. And these friends are my go-to people when I'm facing a difficult challenge, needing advice, or needing to hear some of that encouragement. My friends know what's going on in my family, my marriage, and my career. I can text them out of the blue. I can be vulnerable and share what is going on in life, and they share back as well. These are friends who get the realest, rawest version of me and who can get the same version of you. Whenever you have those friends you can be completely vulnerable with, it allows your mental capacity to grow and show up for others in the same way. You don't have to carry the world on your shoulders, and that's why you have friends who can walk alongside you. To sum it all up, I really think of protecting my mental health in these three areas, the who, the what, and the where. Who. Who are those two or three close friends you can seek wise counsel from? Who lifts you up and encourages you without any questions or judgment? The what. What are you feeding your brain? Do you have that go-to devotional, podcast, song, or book? It's like a reset button for your brain. So what are you feeding your brain? And what are you spending your time on, like my canasta? And then where? Find that go-to happy place. Maybe it's your favorite chair by the window at your house, a table at your favorite coffee shop, or even walking around Target. Although that one can be a little dangerous. Find your happy place. Each of these five things have improved my mental life significantly over the past couple of years, and I hope that they give you some practical ideas for what prioritizing your mental health can look like, even in the midst of a crazy schedule. Remember, when you take care of your mental health, you can achieve goals you never thought were possible. Stay tuned because I have some incredible conversations with some very special guests the next couple of weeks that you're not going to want to miss. That wraps up today's show. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening so you don't miss a single episode of Permission to Lead. And make sure to take a quick second to leave us a five-star review where you listen to your favorite podcasts. And I don't want you to miss out on my daily tips to help you achieve more and flourish in your business and personal life. So follow me on Instagram at Cindy M. Monroe. That's Cindy M. Monroe. Or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Permission to Lead podcast where I teach high achieving female business leaders and entrepreneurs like you how to achieve more, lead effectively, and flourish in both your business and personal life. I'll see you next week.